How the hell, universe? In a bit of a weird mood, am I? Yes, because I just finished recording something that went somewhere I didn't really mean to take it. It's okay where it went. And I'm not really here to apologize for it at all. Um, having not re-listened to it even a second, I have to guess that I'm full of shit right now. Because I feel like I might have said something of value. Now, <laughs> all right, it's like 26 minutes of recording of which there's going to be uh, 16 minutes before, which I know I didn't say much of value, if anything at all. And so there's a lot of <laughs> probably not already built into this reaction. But if I go listen to it right now and find out that I'm in fact a balloon deflating, not one inflating, well, then I'll have to tag on and that. Uh, you know, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to trust my intuition that maybe without intending to and with never circling back to the guardian angel, I think I say enough about the number 13 or something in this one. Oh, and it is the 13th of July, except it's January. So that is like when I said it was the 12th of February yesterday, but it was January, except this time I said it was July. So I either jump one month forward on the calendar or I jump across the calendar six months to the, uh, me and the calendar. See, you see why I think a five day week would be easier. Okay. Maybe only for me, but it would be easier for me. Um, the, the, hmm, the intuition to, allow my super stoned, um, somewhat whimsical and a little full of myself, um, <laughs> current mental state. Um, well, it's, it's not, it's not often I leave something wondering what did I just say? And I wonder if it feels as valuable hearing it the next time as it did saying it the first time. Most of these recordings, I am ready to post them online and not think about them again until tomorrow when maybe I listen back to some of it so I can get a thread as to where I was. So I go somewhere with intent in case I was pointing a direction that showed intent. Half the time, I don't even do that. So if I did that, then I would just forget about it and then just do something else anyway. So to leave myself in a position of feeling like I've unearthed something central in my own cognitive bias, well, that feels like a win. Because today's society is not built to help you discover places where you are thinking not very clearly. If you're not thinking clearly, today's society is built to teach you to think like this. Don't worry about the fog in your head. We'll just let you have these thoughts and you can dismiss all of that. Well, okay. I get it. 
but I just was born at a time when that is not how we did it. So, 444 recordings now into this thing. It is all my fault. I have let down society and myself at large to a great extent, and here I am, late to the game, doing my best to try to repair it with tools that aren't even equipped to get the job done. So, as I think about how much work there is to be done, well, I'm not here to give up. Because if I can do this 444 times, well, there's nothing that can't be achieved at a level that we want to see it happen as a group. The only thing holding us back on this planet is us. And if ever I was going to start writing speeches for Superman, I think, I think this recording would be where I'd want to start going back and taking notes. Okay, bye now. 444, though. 444. Yeah. Pause. Hey, universe. It's 12.06 in the morning. And I've been at a rock concert, so I lost my voice. No, I'm kidding. It's not 12.06 in the morning. It's 12.05. Well, now it's 12.06. Those 20 seconds were the difference between... Me being a liar and me telling the truth. But if I'm not aware that I'm lying when I really thought it was 12.06, but it turns out that it was in fact 12.05 and 55 seconds. Well, how much of a liar am I? Am I even a liar if in retrospect we realize that, well, at 12.05 and 55 seconds, we are clearly, really, in time and space, essentially in the 12.06 moment in time. We are so close and so on the precipice of that exact delineation of time-space continuum. What locality? We might as well call it 1206, right? Well, uh, now that it's 1207, why are we even having this argument? You see the fluid nature of time? Why so little of trying to argue the past makes sense in establishing something about today or the future. The right now is the only thing that's here. It's what's to be had. It's how to organize your entire life is to be appreciating yourself, your role, your physical, your outreach, all of it in the right now. If that is maximized, well, your life is fulfilled. Now, <clears throat> semi forty nine ninety nine, right? Because I agreed when I finally told you something that was a value that that's when we could agree that you would just send me fifty bucks. Okay, forty nine ninety nine. You don't have to send me fifty. You can keep the penny, or send me fifty, and I'll send you a penny. I mean, if you send me fifty bucks, I will send you a penny. For anybody listening, send me fifty bucks. I'll send you a penny. That's an agreement I will live with. Why you would want to live with that agreement, I do not know. Pause. And to be clear, what I meant by 50 bucks was 50 American dollars. As are slangily referred to around here as bucks or dineros. No, that's kind of more like Mexican dollars. But still, I don't mean 
pounds or quid or any of that other sexy euro franc uh, monetary marks. None of that shit, right? <clears throat> Ain't got no euros, just looking for bucks, which are dollars in American. So send me 50, I send you a penny. That's a guarantee. But you, again, are going to lose in that guarantee. So <clears throat> I will offer other losing guarantees next week here on the losing guarantee part of the show, which I have just discovered might be fertile ground for my own edifice. Is this my edifice? Is that a word even used remotely correctly? No. That has nothing to do with what we're trying to establish here. My presence, maybe? My mm, presentation of this persona of myself? I don't know. If we just break it down, it's just the insecure child that sits within, tries not to cry, but doesn't always succeed. Maybe it's that guy. Boss. Um, pause. All right, it's not that guy. That guy can't even spell. Well, go for it then, man. Hyper. Hyper was. What do I have to spell with hyper? H Y P E R. Boom! I'm not that dude. Oh, look, we're at 420. It's time to go have a dab. Boy, was there ever a time for a dab. Pause. Unpause. <clears throat> Boy, I do not know why I didn't think to clean out that glass tube earlier. Mm. Not only is the resin in there some A fucking plus 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 shit, but oh god, I'm getting high as fuck again. Which is nice, which is nice, which is nice. And <coughs> uh oh, pause. Alright, too much fucking around because I missed the 444 moment. This is episode 444. Do you know what that's like? I don't, because I've never done anything, I think, that got to 444 repetitions, other than the aforementioned shit that I've done 444 times or more, clearly. But this podcast, in terms of creative energy, is starting to get up there with some of the more committed projects of my life. Certainly, it's more committed than any relationship I ever got into. It's not more committed than any friendship I ever got into, though it won't take long for it to surpass that. Double the output right now, well, not double, but triple, I would say would be a fair estimate. Um, at some point, the cleansing of who I am here, well, part of the reason that I took this project on was if... if a lot of your life has been compiled in the personage that is compulsive liar. Well, if you find yourself all of a sudden um, swarmed in truth, your own truth, your resolute truth, your internal known, until now, never divulged truths of all, when those start swarming out of your mouth. Well, <clears throat> it feels like an act. I mean, it, it still to this day feels like an act. But if this is the act, I don't know what the next phase would uh, have to initiate to flip me into another mode of reality or activity or movement between those two concepts. I don't have... 
another mode of engagement. This is the one I've got. It's the only one I've got. Before, I was always trying to fit into whatever vertical was currently trying to get me to ascend, whether it be social or relationship or professional or community or um, <clears throat> or legal or whatever. My <clears throat> my rides up and down those various opportunities were always in reaction to information I was receiving therein, not anything to do with pursuing myself from within. And uh, <clears throat> that was the huge mistake of my life, one that I didn't really understand until about five to seven to ten years ago. <clears throat> and, wow, why am I so flaming? I'm going to go blow my nose, pause. <laughs> why am I so flaming? It certainly can't be all them dabs. No, no, it could be something else. Pause. Oh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. I go talking about and caring about the listener experience. And then I'm dabbing her up behind your back. Like, this behavior is going to help, right? I mean... Sure, maybe I blew my nose for you so that I wouldn't be snotting in real time, but as I'm about to add more irritant to the entire nasal throat ear scenario thing that is connected, I think, if there's one doctor who does all that stuff at once, but even if not, it seems like snot rolls up and down those channels. So, is this appropriate? Well, I don't know. I mean, are you here for the content? Or the audio quality. I mean, obviously we know what you're here for. It's not the audio quality. Woo! It might be that Miami sunset. That shit is good. All right. Now, <clears throat> do we remember what I was talking about? Anybody? 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 Anybody have that thread? Okay. Should we pull a different one? Well, this is episode 444. And so what I wanted to do was take that triple up, those three fours, and obviously, optimistically, <clears throat> magically turn them into four. And in our quadrant of equal fours, I thought we would use this opportunity to drill down the concept of Confirmation bias. One of my favorite ways to look at myself and the ways that I talk myself into a world that is favoring the outcomes I want it to favor instead of maybe standing outside my world looking objectively at the landscape of what's going down in the world and then hopefully being able to assess in that landscape variability without my direct interest necessarily procured something of a objective reality? Or if quadrant three says, wait a second, bro, not even doable. No matter what you do, you are tainted by the reality that you have come to accept. And therefore, if you can't understand that that is how you will go into the world viewing it because you think that's the view in which the world should be seen, well, then you're not capable of ingesting your own bias as it sits forever to be yours to manage. 
which leads you to D, the quadrant that says, okay, I'm a biased agent of directed worldview based on rejecting other discordant worldviews that I then do not, by nature, see responsive content in their point of view, direction, tack, whatever you want to say about the variance therein. So it is on me to pursue other points of view to ensure that I'm not just re-verifying what I already want to be true as if it's destiny to then become true and anything that disrupts that truth is now that of a lesser or misplaced reaction to a problem that if harmoniously left to devices more noble than the ones that interjected would be benefiting us in this way and me specifically in this way. Okay. Clear as mud. Pause. Universe. What up? Um, well, it's, uh, I got some sleep. It's now 8.30. It's still the uh, 13th of January. So, uh, before we get all that confirmation bias stuff, though, which we're getting to, I promise, that's what we're getting to. Uh, I wanted to cover the, uh... The, uh, well, 13 days of January till 13 days uh, more of January would be the 26th of January. And that'll be the day on which the guardian angel turns 59. And again, we're not here to talk about unlucky 13s. This would seem like a really unlucky day between the beginning of the year and your birthday if you were born on the 26th. It would seem like this is the kind of day you might stay shut in, right? Watch a bunch of football. Um, yeah, except football sucks. And staying shut in, well, it's supposed to get to a high of four degrees out there today. So, I think everybody's staying shut in. Today's a fucking awful day. Tomorrow's just as as bad. Hmm, why am I burping? Good question. Better question than how unlucky is the 13th day of the month when it's 13 days between now and your birthday? Probably a pretty unlucky day. I mean, if you believe in all that 13 shit. Which I don't, but some people do. Um, and since, unfortunately, uh, the guardian angel will come up again in this recording. Well, I thought just realizing that, hey, 58 is a number. 59 is a much, much, much cooler number. And both of them are just numbers. You're as young and as healthy as you want to be. This reality should have taught you that by now. I mean, fuck, you're going to be 59 soon, right? Pause. Unpause. Not that anybody's listening to this. That wasn't a conversation with anybody other than the universe at large. And perhaps myself when I'm 13 away from turning 59. Which, well, because I'm still fairly 54-ish. You know, look look for that in four and a half years. Pause. Uh, okay, not four and a half years. Four years, five months, and two days. 
if we're being accurate. Um, Hobbs, but you know what I do think our go-forward routine has to incorporate? Uh, meaning the one of greater humanity. I'm on to another subject matter here. Government by lottery. The more I think about government by lottery, the more I think that is the answer to our questions. Pause. Hey, look, I can't hit my pause button when I have my finger covered with my shirt. Like a four-year-old likes to do. Stretch my shirt out, cover all my fingers so that I can get my fingers messy and my shirt. Pause. <coughs> wow. Whoa. Unpause. Pause. Pause. Let me try to clarify that quadrant four. Okay, let me try to clarify quadrant four by clarifying quadrants one, two, three, and then why quadrant four matters and why quadrant four is where we are all ensnared. <clears throat> In quadrant one is uh, a question. What is the uh, weight of Jupiter? Uh, in quadrant two is, well, no, that's a stupid question because it's not subjective. Actually, that's an answer. So let's go with, uh, in quadrant one is, uh, what is the minimum amount of daily exercise a healthy adult male, uh, age 21 to 71 should be getting? That's probably a subjective answer. And let's say that you are the type of person who likes to get up early, feed the squirrels, commune with the trees on your way into the library where you are dropping off those free DVD movies you just finished, and doing so all before the coffee shop opens at 6 a.m. where you won't be first in line today because it looks like somebody walking their dogs just in front of you going to stop first, but you'll be second in line. If you're this person, then you're probably going online to find out that the amount of daily exercise necessary to maintain a healthy adult lifestyle is, well, dependent on a whole lot of fucking factors like how much you eat, how much you weigh, how active you are outside of your exercise routine, la, 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 all of that shit. But let's just go to the generic Reader's Digest article that says, eh, 20 minutes a day, three days a week. An hour of exercise a day or a week broken up into three 20-minute chunks across your week. Okay, okay. That would qualify uh, as what this person, who is still busily waiting for the coffee shop to open here at 6.02 a.m. What the fuck is taking so long? Um, no, your dog is very friendly. I like him a lot. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Snickerdoodle. Well, what do you know? Um, that person thinks, well, this article is insane. I get that much, and first of all, uh, now we have to qualify what is exercise. For the purpose of this 
uh, mind melding fuckery of masturbation that nobody else is listening to at this point because why would you? Um, we're going to say it's getting your heart rate up over 150. I think that's like when you're really sprinting. I don't know. 140? 110? I don't really know. 130? Whatever it is, we're going to call it uh, 125. So, uh, jogging. Essentially, you have to jog for 20 minutes, three days a week. Uh, okay. And if you can't jog, you have to uh, vigorously ride your bicycle. Uh, you can't just ride downhill. How about you have to ride your bicycle uphill uh, most of the way, but downhill some of the way. More uphill than down. Riding a bike uphill is legitimate exercise. All this said... Even if that's agreed upon, you open the very next article and it says a healthy adult male aged 21 to 71 should be getting three hours of exercise a week. And that's a minimum with five hours, the sweet spot and expectation and seven to 10 hours for uh, cardiovascular or weight building slash weight loss programs. And the super active person who's now walking home with their coffee at 6.06 thinks, okay, yes, now this is an article that looks like they know what the fuck they're talking about. That first article was what? For lazy fat people. But this article is for active, engaged adults. Right? Let's just imagine that somewhere in the world, this occurrence could be occurring. And if you'll allow me that much latitude, then let's look at the confirmation bias that is obvious and that which isn't as obvious as we square up quadrants one, two, three, and four. In quadrant one, you have an issue, a position of unknown verifiability and support in other words, you have a curiosity, a conundrum, a question about something for which you are not informed. When you figure out this question, it rarely comes from the point of view of an alien language with alien thoughts about alien physics and alien planets. It usually comes from within this whole schema and reference framework that is Reality 8675309 Earth. And that's not unusual. It's the same thing for me, same thing for everybody. But because this is the place in which your thoughts are occurring, well, they're obviously, um, I don't want to say tainted here, but influenced and affected by everything around you that is swirling to create uh, your living experience. And this, coupled with that which you were born with, the eternal soul energy that speaks to you with that little voice inside your head, is essentially what's the whole point, right? So I'm not trying to dismiss this stuff. It's important. This matters. But way, <clears throat> the way to think about what you are next thinking 
is that it's very much a consequence of everything you've thought just up until that point. Rarely are any of us in the framework where we're trying to have our mood altered and extend that to very rarely are we, well, no, no, no. Sometimes we do come in and we want our mood altered, right? Every time we flip on Pornhub, we're looking for mood alteration. But if you can stay off Pornhub long enough that instead of mood alteration, you're actually looking for framework intellect, foundational belief, you want that alteration? Well, no, you don't. When have you ever sat down and thought, I'm going to just see if all this stuff about uh, biology stands up. I'm going to go find out if biologists are full of shit. Or you took uh, biology in high school and then you took it again in college. And what you can remember about it is scant knowledge at best. But... <clears throat> being a person of science and 21st century technology, uh, yeah, biology's a thing. They still major in it, don't they? And go, like, do biology shit. So, of course it's a thing. So, you don't really need to be coaxed into believing anything in the schema that is biological science because you're already bought in. Whereas, if we substitute that high school class you took about um, myths and legends, and then that college course you took on established 20th century conspiracy theories, and we say, well, uh, you bought into all that, so when we bring up that the moon is made of recycled Hershey's Kisses, you say, oh, whoa, bro, 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 bro. No, it's not. No, no. The moon is, in fact, an orbiting satellite of the Anunnaki who are watching us 24-7 uh, and just mind-fucking us all night long so that we just get them gold in the mornings. Duh. Um, <clears throat> okay, so you took that class in high school and college and got all fucked up over it. But... Even if you stayed sane and remain in this reality, trying to do the best you can with the facts that actually are here to be had, well, um, you come at everything with where you've come from, what you've agreed in your own head could be true, could be not true, is still up for discussion, and everything that you think, well, that fucking shit is done. I'm... I'm in no way going to need to be reinforcing that when you stand on a floor, the floor supports you unless it's a shitty floor and then you fall through it. Because all of that is just everything I've ever experienced. So you want to come at me and talk to me about fucking living in a hologram? Well, <laughs> just call me that dude in the Matrix who then was also in The Sopranos, who I can't remember his name, but he sits down there and eats a steak. Because that's as far as my reality needs to go. Because <clears throat> when that is a comfortable status that we all sit in, well then, we all think, yeah, science, booyah, Newton, a little bit, some other people. But you then roll into the 21st century and 
you think, well, oh, all that double slit experiment shit and the Schrodinger's cat math that actually works out. Oh my God, what's in it? That I mean, how how do you incorporate? Okay, so the twentieth century has this major burp in physics that is the quantum realm. And what is that music? Hold on, pause. Hmm, music, music. Uh, well, or commercials for an NFL game? Okay, whatever. Um. Well, got I uh, somehow I was doing the quadrants and I got all the way on to quantum mechanics and uh, the realm of um, hmm, determining that this is all for the viewer and that the viewer is the only thing here that matters. Uh, well, yes, viewer, that is what the 20th century was kind of all about, which is why our biases and the Mm. the susceptibility we all have to find a comfort spot because hunkering down right now is everyone's second, if not first play. Nobody's looking to expand their mental framework into the wonder of a universe filled with possibility when the very stark reality of what's right outside the door is everybody saying, I don't know what you're up to. I don't even care what you're up to. I just want to be able to do what I got to do to take care of mine. And I'm not going to bother you while you take care of yours. Keep that situation intact and we good. <sighs> yeah, that's a tough way to live. And so, if we are being pulled down into believing things because, well, you've been trained to think that way, so why would you think outside of the rhythm that has so far pulled you to this point right here? Uh, I don't know. Anybody looking around at what's going on right about now? Seriously. Like, if you're not drilling backward on what you believe because you think those foundational stones are the support on which you have been able to conquer the demons thus far to this point, to this result, <laughs> again, I feel like that fucking science fair student walking in with the goddamn volcano in goddamn high school. I don't know if it's our best work we got here. So you go to ask a question. How much exercise should the average adult male between 21 and 71 get per week, per day? However you want to quantify the per. And then you start reading articles about age variants, nutrition variants, body type variants, goals variants. And you come to see that Wow, what I thought would be a rather simple thing to get an answer on proves to me that this body of knowledge that is there to be seen should, by each individual, be grabbed as appropriate 
for your specific circumstance. And that's the answer. And what was great about these kinds of questions is you used to be able to go to forum boards and no core doesn't count, nor does Reddit anymore. But you used to be able to go to these forum boards where people were just eager to share what they knew. And yeah, you had certain dicks that would sometimes try to master their own universal domain, but they were taken down rather quickly and the conversation never ever got sidetracked for long. Proper moderation in a forum built for innovation and cooperative learning isn't much. They moderate themselves quite effectively, or at least they did until they started inserting board operatives to create dissent among communities as <laughs> simple and reasonable as book clubs. And we're forever more fractured for it. But that has not much to do with confirmation bias. Except those forums were a place where your confirmation bias rarely held much water. Constantly you were challenged as to what you were uh, currently considering foundational knowledge upon which there can be no shake. Because innovation, others' techniques, ancient knowledge uncovered from a previous civilization that nobody even heard about, who knows what could emerge in these places where eager learners went to express what they knew. But now, we just, we just huddle up. We do it in every way the human experience offers. And when you get this question of how much exercise is right, as soon as you're in quadrant two, deciding, you know, maybe my opinion of what a fit lifestyle is sits somewhere in the 93rd percentile. Maybe when I think about this question on the larger scale, from my grandma, to my geranium, to my giraffe, to my Jersey boys, well, maybe in all of that consider consideration outside myself, I could come to a larger truth than just the one that is appropriate for me. So on to... 15 other articles you go. And from all of this, you either run into the same article, repurposed and redistributed under various monikers, or enough dissension that knowing anything about what might be right here is almost impossible. And... Both of those situations are intentional. 
and designed to get you to revert back to, well, then what I believe is what I got. It's where I'm staying. And that comfort zone, one more little piece of cocoon to make sure you keep out the ideas that might be different. And again, the tendency now to huddle up even with information and protect it like it's some sort of resource that can be only treasured by those who think like I do. Well, how far away from some of those 1930s European countries are we getting? Or should I ask how close? Pause. So you get to cycle three, right? And uh, quadrant three, sorry. Where now that you've seen others' opinions, you've done all of the research, you've gone around the fucking globe and found out everything you can about exercise through the history of humanity to the point that you've even had to challenge the whole historical lineage of humanity because of some exercise shit you found from 200,000 years ago. And having done all this work... You still don't have an answer. And yet, you decide that as the most authoritative, historically, Google drilled down, YouTube video watched exercise enthusiast of all time mankind, humanity, ever produced, that you write the authoritative encyclopedia on exercise. Written by a man for mankind. Because I think the women have a book called Our Bodies Ourselves, so they probably don't want to read our book. But if we're going to do this, this man, who I can only imagine, probably exists already, but his whole pursuit will still be from his point of view. Regardless of how much you go out and learn something, you process that information as yourself. Now, there's no shame or, <laughs> or labeling necessary. What you see the world as is how you see the world. But you see the world as you. It's a one-of-a-kind lens. But it's a lens... And every other lens being applied in the same capacity has the same liability and wonder happening all the time. The liability side of it can't be escaped without you ceasing to exist. And the wonder side of it is that you're here to experience it at all. You're not weak. You're not thinking in a way that's destructive. You're not thinking in a way that's unproductive. You're not being anything except the least lesser, minor, not optimal, not 
super heroic version of yourself. And while nobody's expecting you to be all of that and a bag of Kit Kats, you still <clears throat> have incremental ways in which to unwind the messaging that it is that says you're not worth it, to find the places that you are, <clears throat> and they are aplenty. Because listening to what will make it all worthwhile in 8675309 Earth America is not necessarily what will make it all worthwhile. And this realization, if you can have it in quadrant three, can free up your quadrant four for a true information and person of biased information gathering alignment that syncs exactly with the universe and the activities it's presented. Because once you see that you matter the least of all, and yet you have the power to do anything at all, well, then you're free to just experience it, to see it, to take it all in. And, and to let everything around you that is too troubled to understand that the trouble isn't even worth the time, well, it will eventually ease from the presence of somebody willing to just participate for the sake of participation. And so if you're going to look for something to confirm a point of view that you already have, well, think about the time that all of that would waste if in 15 years, 15 months, 15 days, that point of view was completely upended. Enjoying the moment right now is the only way to have no confirmation bias in play because you're not thinking about what happened, what could happen or what should happen or what will happen or what might happen or what will never happen. No, you're thinking about what's happening. All other thought is loaded with bias. And most of it is yours.